the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I want to congratulate a friend of mine. Uh, I've talked about Eric Valentine before. Eric is the head football coach at Lyndon McKinley High School. And I also want to congratulate Bailey Johnson. Uh, Bailey, who I've met just one time, is the uh, high school sports writer at the Dispatch. I bang on the Dispatch a lot, deservedly so. They typically do not have any kind of allegiance to the truth or to even reporting the full story if it conflicts with their narrative. But I applaud Bailey Johnson today because she's writing about Eric Valentine, the coach at Lyndon McKinley, being the Central District Football Coach of the Year, and that's a very well-deserved honor. So I was interested to know, as I read the story, if she would tell what really has transformed Lyndon McKinley from a program that had no pride, no culture, no uh, attention to detail, no work ethic, from that kind of a program with three coaches Three coaches in 2018 before the first game. Okay? That's how dysfunctional the program was. Three coaches in 2018 before the first game. Eric Valentine was the third. He's still the coach at Linden, which I've said before. When you coach at Linden in 2018, 19, 20, and 21, when you've been at Linden coaching football for four years, it's like Bear Bryant at Alabama's tenure. Woody Hayes at Ohio State, Joe Paterno at Penn State. And Linden has become a really good football team and a really good football program because of Eric Valentine, yes, but also because of what Bailey Johnson flat out reported. Great job sneaking this past your editors at the dispatch, Bailey. Because she notes the next layer of the foundation was building support through the Linden community. And she said said the first layer of the foundation, the first layer of the foundation Valentine focused on was faith. City school, high school football program, white coach, black school, black kids going to school at Linden, heart of the inner city where tons of the murders happen. The first brick that Eric Valentine wanted to lay in the foundation at Linden McKinley was faith. Now, what's important to know here is that when people get desperate enough, and I'm not beginning to say that the people at Linden, the people of Linden, were not faith-based people. Not saying that at all. I'm saying that a school district like Columbus City Schools, clearly struggling, is willing to allow Eric Valentine to allow into Linden McKinley an FCA chapter with really committed people from New Albany Presbyterian Church because they've kind of reached the point where they're throwing up their hands. We've tried everything else. 
You mean we have people willing to come into the inner city from rich New Albany and cook a meal once a week? And yeah, sure, they're going to talk about God, and they're going to talk about love, and they're going to talk about service, and they're going to talk about humility, and they're going to talk about all those things that, you know, we, we, we're we not really comfortable with it, but I mean, you know, they are doing a nice thing for the kids, so I guess we'll let them do it. So back to Bailey Johnson's story. The first layer of the foundation Valentine focused on was faith with involvement from the New Albany Presbyterian Church. This is what I wanted to know. Would she write that part of it? Because that's the story at Linden. That is the story at Linden with these guys from the church brainstorming fundraisers and not just writing a check, but going down there, getting to know these kids, loving these kids. It's the same phenomenon I talked about last week with leadership, where kids intuitively know the adults who care about them. They do. They know. New Albany Presbyterian Church helps lead Linden's Fellowship of Christian Athletes group. And Linden pastor L.B. Towns, who has four sons on the team, uh, bought into this. Of course he did. Here's the quote from Eric Valentine. The foundation of our values, what we believe in, what we're going to stand for, was what we really started with. We're really strong with our FCA program and our faith. That has been something that we do weekly throughout the year, not just during the season. That's really paid dividends in getting our moral compass and our solid foundation of who we are and what we stand for. And they also go out, and they're just having a Bible study at Linden, and they're not going to put feet to it. No, they go out in the community. They grow vegetables on plots of land at Linden. They service the community. People from Linden can come and get food there. This is a perfect example of using your gifts, using your talents, to do things you like that can help other people and making yourself available to other people. This is an example of a school and school leadership that changed direction. They realized they were going in an unproductive direction. They'd tried a lot of things, I'm sure. They tried three coaches in one season. But they were willing, which means humble, enough to change direction. And I just wonder if we're humble enough to do that in all things. I'm struck by my conversation with uh, the gentleman who just called in that, yeah, I really have to police myself. It's easy for me to become tribal and say, oh, look at that. See over there, they are doing it. Yeah, you're doing it too. And boy, you'd co-. And I know there's a temptation to say, This issue got treated this way, and now this issue over here gets treated this way. And I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to do that anymore, because I think it is important to do that at some times, to point out the duplicity and the lies that we all get blinded by. I gave you the example yesterday of the woman from the political organization who said, well, MSNBC isn't allowed in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial anymore. But Tucker Carlson's allowed to go backstage with Kyle Rittenhouse. See, this is often what we become hoodwinked by, deceived by. And then we get angry because, well, that doesn't seem fair. That's not fair. And then our righteous, we think, indignation blinds us to, oh, oh, okay, well, there's the distinction. That makes sense. Has anyone ever explained something to you? 
And all of a sudden, all the anger melted out of you. Clarity came over you. And you were like, oh, okay, I never thought of it that way. I thought you meant it this way. I thought they did it for that reason. On this instant with Kyle Rittenhouse, yes, MSNBC was barred from the courtroom. That is true. That is true. They were barred from the courtroom. And yes, Tucker Carlson did have a documentary team backstage with Kyle Rittenhouse. That is true. Are those two things the same thing? No, they are not. Why are they not the same thing? Because MSNBC was barred from the courtroom for following the van full of jurors when the van was taking them home at the end of every night. Why would NBC, MSNBC be following the van of jurors? To take down their addresses so that they could find them later for comment or could publish them. Now, let's say I'm wrong. What possible good reason would MSNBC have for following the jury van and getting the jurors' addresses? What possible good reason? I'm waiting. (laughs) There is no good reason. They're not allowed to do that. They know they're not allowed to do that. And they did it anyway. Because the direction they're going is, what information can we get? That'll make people a little bit madder. What if Kyle Rittenhouse is found not guilty? Really be nice if we had the names of those jurors and where they live so we could show up and get them on camera. Does anybody worry about, would that put them in physical danger? Would that be fair to them? Did they do something wrong by exonerating Kyle Rittenhouse? Did they listen to the evidence and render a verdict? And is that what they're charged with doing? Is that what they're supposed to do? Yes, that's what they're supposed to do. You don't like the verdict. I understand that. I get it. But that's not a relevant piece of information that you don't like the verdict. You don't get to out people, dox people, expose people, endanger people just because you don't like them. You don't get to do that. That's not appropriate. If you want to do that, if you're invested in doing that, you need to change direction. Okay, And Tucker Carlson, can he be backstage with Kyle Rittenhouse? Is that a thing given to Fox? Fox get to do that! MSNBC could do that if Kyle Rittenhouse said they could do that. Kyle Rittenhouse gets to decide who gets to come in and talk to me. That's his right. He gets to do that. He can pick Tucker Carlson. He can pick Joy Reid. He picked Tucker. His call, not yours. 844-TALK-989. Julie in Columbus is next. Hi, Julie. Thanks for calling the Bruce Hooley Show. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Amen. So I just wanted to share with you uh, on Pastor L.B. Towns. uh, He is a doer of the word. Awesome. And and that's his his family. I would love to meet him. I'm friends with Eric Valentine. I'm friends with some of the guys from New Albany who go down there. I've spoken at Linden myself. I'd love to meet Pastor Towns. And I know his... uh, his sons are on the team. Chris Towns is a starting quarterback. So I just think that's – Julie, I've been covering sports a long time. A long time. Longer than I want to say. And these kinds of stories are the ones that resonate with me across decades. Because yeah. I was around when Eric Valentine first went there, and I knew how big the job was. And I thought at the time, man, Lord, it'd be awesome if this became a story I could talk about later as a super – success story. And with God's hand on it and good people like Eric Valentine and um, people from New Albany Presbyterian and LB Towns, and it sounds like to me, you, 
this has happened, and it should be celebrated. Because this is what's possible, Julie. This is what's possible. He's he, uh, oh. What a man, what a family, um, his children, and, and that is their walk. They are doers of the word, okay? Well, if um, you would so- share with him my email address, bruce at 989theanswer.com, I would love to talk with Pastor Towns. I would love to have him come on the air because he sounds like somebody who could really help our community. He's helped the Linden community. And I think what he knows, I'd like to hear. I'd like to learn from him. I'd like to give him a platform to talk to other people. Well, um, just, you know, share something on the personal side. Uh, decades ago, uh, he spent three months training with Muhammad Ali. Wow. Well, you have him reach out to me, Bruce at 989theanswer.com. Would you do that, please? Yeah, I sure will. Absolutely. But the second issue is a gentleman that you spoke about yesterday and that we've not made any progress uh, since 1865. And I want to invite you to share the story of Robert Smalls. Okay, I'll Google him. That acronym Smalls from some movie with kids playing baseball. But it's illegal that we don't know the story of Robert Smalls. All right, I'll look him up. I will do that, okay? About it. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate the call. 844-TALK-989 is our number. It's the Bruce Hooley Show. We will not be here on uh, Thursday or Friday. I did get a start yesterday, Aaron. Um, A colleague called me and asked me when I was going to tape my show for Thursday and for Friday. And I said I was not aware that I was taping a show for Thursday or Friday. Were you aware? No. I'm not under the impression that we need to tape a show for Thursday or Friday. No, that person just was uninformed. Uninformed. They need to change direction. And they did change direction because we work with good people here at uh, 9890 Answer. You might have to get a new name in your vernacular for something, right? The dollar store? No longer going to be the dollar store. Thanks to Joe Biden. He's bringing that transformative change. He wants you to change your vocabulary, right? An epic, humiliating failure in Afghanistan is an extraordinary success. We're not facing rising gas prices. We're facing an energy transition. Well, now the dollar store is the $1.25 store. Maybe soon it'll be the $10 store. Who knows? That's right. Dollar Tree announced within the last hour that all items at Dollar Tree will soon cost $1.25. My West Liberty Salem High School math, shout out Mr. Turner, Mr. Day, tells me that's a 25% price increase at Dollar Store. Now you say, ah, small, who cares? Doesn't make a difference. 25%. That's what the increase is. 25%. They've offered all items, all items, for a dollar for 35 years. 35. Now it is a dollar 25. So, let's go, Brandon. That's what I have to say about that. Uh, congratulations doesn't seem in order, but... The milestone that we've known was coming has arrived. Columbus has set a new record for murders in 2021. Come on down, Andrew Ginther, Zach Klein. Come on down and accept 
your high fives or low fives in this case for a record murder total for the second year in a row. The second year in a row. This uh, came after a two-week respite in murders in Columbus following the uh, horrific assassination of a man sitting on one of the big red balls outside Target at Easton while drinking a coffee. Guy walks up, shoots him in the head. Has there been an arrest in that case? No, there has not. Since June the 1st, 2020, there have been 307 people who have lost their lives as a result of violence within the city's limit. The dispatch says the vast majority of those victims have been black men who were shot often by other black men. Now, I report that and say, wait, you said you weren't going to use race unless it was relevant. It's relevant in this case because there is a narrative preached from the power halls of the city that police are the reason why most black men die in Columbus. And that is not true. It is not even remotely true. It is horrifically untrue. Of the 131 victims between June 2020 and December 2020, 83 were black men. 61 of them were under the age of 30. The Under the age of 30, they theoretically have their whole life in front of them. So this I report because the theme of this show is we are in agreement. 70% of Americans say we're headed in the wrong direction. My question is, are we willing to head in a different direction? It is inarguable that the cure for being bound in the wrong direction, is to, what, change direction. Easy to do on a freeway, even though it's illegal in the city of Columbus, pull a (laughs) U-turn. But societally, culturally, how do we change direction? Well, the Linden football situation is a perfect way to change direction. A city school allows into its building, which it has to do constitutionally, by the way, but it can also make things uncomfortable for people by acquiescing to the minimum amount of involvement from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and in this case, the New Albany Presbyterian Church and the good people there. But Lyndon has embraced a new direction, and it's manifested itself in a coach— Bonding with players, support from the community. But what about otherwise culture? How do we take that success story right there within Lyndon McKinley High School? How do we get it to grow in the community? How do we get it to spread to the hilltop? How do we get it to spread to Franklinton? How do we get it all throughout the city of Columbus? Well, I think it's the same general solution is change direction. Change direction doing what? Well... I'm not going to deny that there's a grand possibility that if you try a different political solution, that solution too may disappoint you. But at this point in time, until that solution has been tried, I don't think you can say that it won't work. But continuing to vote for Shannon Harden and all the Democratic members of Columbus City Council, continuing to vote for all the people who are incumbents on the Columbus City School Board, continuing to affirm policies that are not working, In the inner city, 
Continuing to have children out of wedlock? Continuing to choose crime as a career? you got to change direction. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.